fir- first, I owe it to myself to be right. happy, to be satisfied, to, to feel good mentally, to feel good physically. Because when I don't take care of that, then there's really no way that I can properly and successfully take care of those around me. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. Today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, we have a special guest, Shelly Mache. So Shelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate it. So nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you too. I'm excited for this conversation. Shelly is a certified life purpose and confidence coach and international empowerment speaker. She helps overwhelmed moms experience authentic happiness by gaining better life clarity, creating better life balance, and confidently living in purpose. On today's episode, Shelly will be sharing how moms can live beyond their titles and how leaning into their purpose can help to shed the super mom syndrome. So we're going to talk about living beyond your title. Yes. Before we dive into that, Shelly, tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to be where you are today. You know what? Ani, you know, we're going to condense this all the way down. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, how I got to my journey is I was that mom. I was, I was that person. I was that overwhelmed mom, the lost mom. I was the stay at home mom. I was giving, I was emotionally drained. And I had come to a point where I literally didn't know who Shelly was outside of these are your titles. Titles are amazing and wonderful. They help to identify, they help to identify us, but they do not identify us. You know, there are other things to who we are. And I had gotten to a point where I didn't really understand or know what those other things were. And so I had to like literally go back and do a whole metamorphosis. I remember sitting in my mirror and just like boo-hoo crying because I'm like, do you really like Cheerios or do you just (laughs) eat them because the kids leave them? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I, so I was I, there too. Right. <laughs> so I, I had to start from scratch and go, who is this woman that is sitting in the mirror? What do you like? What are your dislikes? You know, what are your passions? What just makes you smile? And so that metamorphosis began to help me understand um, other things 
about myself that didn't have to do with being someone's daughter, being someone's wife, being someone's sibling. It was just about who is Shelly? Right. What does she like? Not in relation to anything, to anything. Who is this woman and how can I connect with her? And it's through, that's the journey that I begin to go on. And then I said, there has to be other moms out there. You know, I need a community, you know, because there has to be other moms out there who feel the exact way, you know, that I'm feeling. I'm staying at home. I'm wiping up, you know, wiping up milk. I'm I, I breastfeeding, you know, I'm doing all of these things. And I, I seem to be losing, you know, some of who I am. And that's how it all started. And I wanted to be able to share that with with women and say, we're in this thing together. You're not alone. I get it. Right. I get how it. Long, how long, like how old was your oldest child when you recognized that you had lost a piece of yourself? She was probably around, I want to say anywhere between eight and 10. Okay. So Mine some, was 11. That's why I was wondering. Like, yeah, she was somewhere around eight and I? 10 because I had, I had already had, had my other daughter mm-hmm. and she was probably just going into being a toddler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yes. it's scary. It's a scary place to be when you realize that, you know, that you've lost yourself. And I remember just crying, like, I don't know what it is that I like. I don't even know. And I felt so trapped. Right. Mm. That's, that is like, that's the word right there. Trapped, lost, yep. over, overwhelmed. And then at some point I just felt like, where's the value? Right. You know, right. where, where's the value of me? And it had nothing to do with I don't enjoy being a mom. It had nothing to do with that, you know, because we, um, a lot of times we get that stone thrown at us. Well, you should be happy that you have children. You know what I'm saying? There are so many women who, who can't, and that is not taking anything, you know, but to say to me, because I've had children that I should feel this certain way. And to put that guilt on me that I can never feel like I I feel like I need something more. I feel like something is missing to throw that type of guilt. That's so unfair. Right. Right. It's like, (laughs) you're not, you're not grateful for what you have. Right. And it has nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was like, that's not it. So in that sense, I felt like I have no one to go to, you know, because I feel like if I say I need a break from my children, I'm going to get this finger, you know, Absolutely. you know, how do you say you need a break? Shame on you. You know, children are a blessing. And I'm just like screaming, you know, on the inside. I never said they weren't blessings. I just said, I need a break. (laughs) Right. There's a lot of negative connotation around that. That Absolutely. That break. Yes. You signed up for this, you know, right. And it's like, (laughs) Right, right. But any job, I mean, overall, it is a job. It's a, a very super important job. Yes. But you know, but it's but it's still to, it's still a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's that role that you that you are in and learning how to detach from that role so that you Absolutely. can get back in touch with who you Absolutely. are as a woman. Absolutely. And that's and that is real. We need to remember as moms that we didn't come here parents. So we had a full identity before we became someone's mother. And it's okay for us. Life is going to change when you become a parent. It's supposed to change, but there are pieces of us that we can continue to hold on to, to navigate and to make sure that we don't lose that part. We need to still remember who we are. Our kids are going to grow. Our kids are going to leave our kids. And then what? Right. 
So we right. have to be able to hold on and remember our identities outside of the titles. Right. Absolutely. So what does it mean to live beyond your titles? It means to be able to find those things that have nothing to do with titles. It means to be able to find that peace that refreshes you and that restores you that has nothing to do with the titles that you hold. And I'm not talking about just motherhood. I'm talking about being an executive. I'm talking about, you know, being a daughter who's caring for for your parents. I'm talking about letting letting all of the titles loose and going, where's my happy that has nothing to do with anybody else? And that's when I learned to fully live in me. Right. And into that purpose. Into And into that purpose. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Because when you strip away all of those titles and mm-hmm. you strip away and you look at yourself as yourself, like the self, you know, it's, it's eye-opening what, yes, who you are. And yes. it can be a scary place to go. But mm-hmm. once you go through that and you recognize mm-hmm. like, this is who I am, it, it brings back so much purpose and so much fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It gives you a whole new outlook on life for sure. It does. And you know, what's, what's, um, what I really love is not only does it give you a whole new outlook on life, you really get to know parts of yourself that either have been hidden, have been put on the back burner, or that you just didn't know. You didn't know that you have a love for music, but because you knew that as a child, I just like to take time and, and listen to the radio by myself. So because now I just listen to the radio by myself, wow, I'm starting to realize that I hear chords. I hear this, I hear that. So we begin to cultivate things that we may not even have known are there because we took time to sit just with us outside of everything. Right. Right. What, what would you say is one of like the first steps to finding your way back to yourself and finding that identity? I think probably the first step is, is admitting that I don't feel good. Okay. And I think that a lot of us, especially us moms, we don't want to admit that something fell off of our plate. We got this big old plate. And if something <laughs> falls off, then we're not good. Da, 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 da. And I think that we need to admit I'm human and I control what the plate looks like. Right. I control yeah. the plate. People don't get to put things on my plate. I place things on my plate and we need to become okay with that. So when my plate has enough things on it, I need to be able to create that boundary to say nothing else is going to be um, placed on there. And so we first need to realize, number one, something's wrong. Something doesn't feel right. Something is not balancing. And it's okay for me to feel that way. So now that I know that I feel that way, let me figure out the why. Right, right. Not feeling like just because something is wrong or something doesn't feel right that that you're not right. Like exactly, like you a bad mom or not at all. Any reflection, <laughs> and that's again like detaching from that role. Yes, because because something feels off and something's like you might feel like something's missing or mm-hmm. that you just don't feel like your best self. Exactly. Have any reflection on it's no reflection because again we're human, we're people. And sometimes we put more on ourselves because we're trying to fill expectations of other people. And so when we learn that, you know, first I owe it to myself to be happy, to be satisfied, to, to feel good mentally, to feel good physically, because when I don't take care of that, 
then there's really no way that I can properly and successfully take care of those around me right. or even serve them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You have, you have to be your best self in order. To you have to, you have to. Others. And so we have to even look at that in parenting. I can't continue to pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out and never pour back in because then my children receive nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. So what are some ways to overcome the mom guilt, like feeling guilty <laughs> about, you know, about something falling off your plate or about yes. not being able to, to live up to, which we'll get into a minute, like the super mom. Essentially. Yeah. So, one of the things for me, which was really hard, you guys, like seriously hard, but one of the things for me was learning my boundaries because really mom guilt comes with us not understanding our boundaries. When we're solid and we know our boundaries and we know our why, then it releases us from feeling guilty about certain things. I remember when my daughter was young, I was a single mom and I was involved in church activities and I was out at church, you know, um, this many nights a week and taking calls and doing this and doing that. And my daughter went to school one day and she was just totally lethargic. And I was still going to go out and do this. And my pastor was asking, you know, for something else. And I'm like, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I just <laughs> yes. didn't want to say no. Right. right. And then then I, rem I remember sitting down and, you know, in, in my meditation time and my time with the Lord. And I remember, you know, God saying to me, that stuff is going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be there. But this is a small window that you have to create with your child. Right. It's a very small window. And it's okay for you to pick that back up again. Mm -hmm. And I felt this sense of overwhelming freedom of like, oh my gosh, wow, I can pick something up again later. <laughs> I don't have to put everything here right now. Are you serious? And it was me learning a boundary. And so there was no guilt when I said, no, I can't do that because I knew my boundary and my why was I want to cultivate this, this time with my small child because you're only this age for 12 months, every month, every year, you're only that age for 12 months. And I want to cultivate that time. And yeah. so with that, there was no guilt when I said, oh, I can't take this on because I understood my reasoning, my why. Not I owe you an explanation, but I understood it. So my thing with mom guilt is knowing our why, knowing why we're saying this doesn't fit on our plate, understanding what our boundaries are. And us knowing why we have that boundary. You don't owe me an explanation, but you do need to be able to sit solid in your why. Yes. Yes. And it sounds a lot like, you know, knowing what your priorities are and knowing what your priorities are. But I think express again, that, say no, so that you can protect those priorities. Yes. And, and so you important. need to know the importance of that, understand those boundaries and understand what your why is. I know why I don't want to take this on. I know why this isn't good for my family right now. I know why I can't take on another thing, you know, because I'm overwhelmed. I know. And so when you understand your position, when you understand your life season, when you understand what's needed for, for you and your family to be able to operate, you know, in a smooth way, then the mom guilt begins to fall off. And I'm not saying that they never going to come back and be like, hello, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is it becomes a whole lot easier for you to go. I'm not going to allow you to put certain things on me and make me feel like I'm not a good mom. Right. Right. 
Yeah, that's, that's really, that's so true what you just shared about that mom guilt. Sure. Yes. And I, I think we all have suffered it. You know, I, of course, I can't speak for every mom, but every mom I've ever spoken to, if I ask that question, they're like, yes, yes. Right? Right? Mom guilt. No. Ah. Yeah. And it's hard to say no when you when you consider everything important and yes. you don't take that, you don't make that space for yourself to start getting into like, you know, what is it about you? Let's go back to the beginning about mm-hmm. you know, who are you outside of that role? And when you start looking at that and becoming more self-aware, then you can recognize, you know, why it's important for you to say no to something so that you can put your attention and your focus. And absolutely. And then, you know, and, and I know that you, that you probably know too, there's so much judgment when it, when it comes to decisions that we make as moms. And so then there's a lot of guilt that comes from there, which again, I I tell clients that I work with, let's go back to the beginning. What's your why for making this decision, Mm. you know, about your child, about your relationship, about whatever's going on. What's your why? Are you solid in it? Does it bring you solace? Do you understand the outcome of it? Then when you know, yes, people are going to talk, but I'm solid in it. So it lessens the, the, you know, the noise. Yeah. The criticism, like the self-criticism. Yeah. It lessens your noise because fear. I understand my reasons mm-hmm. for doing what I'm doing. Right. It lessens that fear of judgment. Right? Yes. And you can stand confident. You can stand confident on your decision-making. Mm-hmm. Right. So how does understanding purpose help you shed the super mom syndrome? Oh my gosh. Anybody out there? have that super mom syndrome, you know, I just got to do, I got to be, I have to be, be at the baseball game. I got to do this. I got to be a part of everything. Uh, Once again, there's that plate. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm not adding extra, extra, extra to that plate, there's something that's wrong. (laughs) Yes. But but I tell you, when I realized what my purpose was, when I realized for me, who Shelly was and the purpose that Shelly had in life, what happened is I realized there's a certain path, there are certain things, there are certain opportunities that are going to happen in life that are lined up with my purpose. And part of my purpose in life, because we all have seasons in life, part of that purpose at this particular time in life is to make sure that I'm cultivating my my children to become the best that they can be. So now that I understand who I am and my purpose, now it's, it's not as hard. I won't say it's not hard, but it's not as hard for me to look at my plate and say, today, I'm only going to do A, B, and C. I don't have to do, you know, triple Ds because I understand what my purpose is. Even when I understand the purpose of my day, what's the purpose of your day? Because sometimes we make it too broad, but what's the purpose of your day? What do you want to accomplish today? And so if you say, hey, today, if I'm just able to get the laundry washed, you know, and the kids could have two clean outfits, just two, (laughs) then I take away, I take away that need to be super mom, right? All the excess, all the excess, because the purpose was to just have some clean kids for an hour. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Which, you know, and that sounds an easy purpose, but when we throw in all of this other things and we try to have, you know, we have that to-do list that's a mile long and we have yes. all of these things and then you don't end up doing that because it's not realistic. You right. You end up feeling like you're failing or that you're always behind. 
And right. you know, that's one of the things that the super mom syndrome, like really yes. that back in and simplifying mm-hmm. and just saying, what is my purpose for the day? What is and, my and purpose? Being more realistic about it. Yes. And I love creating lists. Like you said, the list, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of the, of the leftover. I love using the plate because when we, when you have a good dinner and you're loving that dinner and you're like, I can't finish this dinner, but I know this dinner was so good. I'm wrapping that up. And I'm going to have that tomorrow because it's the leftover and the leftover is so good. Mm Y'all the seasoning is all in there and it's good. So I equate my, my day to, to that where I go, first of all, I don't put more than five things on my list for the day Mm -hmm. because it becomes overwhelming out of those five things. I pick the three that are top priority. Mm -hmm. And then I give myself permission to have a leftover. If I get to the other two that are on the list, great. I ate a full meal today. But if I'm stuffed after task two, if I'm stuffed after task three, I wrap that plate up and I put it in the refrigerator for the next day. And you know why it's better? It's better because I'm refreshed now. It's better because I've had rest now. It's better because I was able to spend time with my family and not and not be you know overwhelmed and upset. So now when I take that plate out tomorrow and I look at that list, I have clear understanding. I feel good. I'm not guilty because I was able, I was able to grab the leftovers. Mm -hmm. So my clients, we practice leftovers, honey, me and my clients (laughs) practice leftovers and my list, I do not put more than five things on there. And then we take the top three. If you start getting full after the first one, we're going to wrap that plate up that's and we're going to put it in the refrigerator till tomorrow. That's a great <laughs> analogy. You know what? Yesterday, yesterday, I was feeling so tired and I ended up, it was around two o'clock and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to lay down and I'm taking a nap. And I looked at my, my, my day planner and I'm seeing like what else I didn't do. I'm like, you know what? That's all going to be there tomorrow. Yes. It's all going to be there tomorrow. Like there's nothing on this list that has a hard deadline or like right. any deadlines were self-imposed and I'm like right do this right because so, anything that was like really really pressing you got that done exactly <laughs> yeah it was already accomplished and so right. I, I decided I'm just gonna take a nap and I did and I felt so much better afterwards and I was like that was you know just self-care for me being able yes. to, to just recognize what I needed and giving myself permission to do that guilt-free no guilt Mm-hmm. no yeah. guilt yeah and so I was able to wrap anything else that it was on my list yeah and, 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 and I know it tasted good the next day <laughs> <laughs> absolutely for the first 10 years of being a mom I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. 
I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting. And it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. So speaking of self-care, Shelly, what is your go-to practice or how do you best feel recharged and refueled and ready to go? Now, my, I have a, I have a daily self-care that I do. Now, don't y'all laugh at me behind the simplicity. It is very simple. Laughter brings me joy and it brings me peace of mind. So literally every night before I go to sleep, I watch comedy. And right now, and it's been this way, probably, I don't know, maybe a a couple of years. I watch living single. Okay. Every night, (laughs) every night, if it's on, it is on my television Mm -hmm. and I watch that and I let the day, I let it wash off of me and anything that, you know, made me feel tense, anything that I, I, I had to put in the refrigerator, my leftover plate, anything that I, that I'm feeling anxiety about, or that I couldn't do because I'm one of those people where I'm like, I like to get this done. I like to get this done. And so I have to even do that for myself and be like, take it back, take it back. And what that does for me is it washes all of that away. And I'm able to go to sleep and and sleep without any type of mental tension. Mm-hmm. And nice. so that's my daily. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to refresh y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agreed, agreed. So do you have a book that you can recommend to our listeners? You know, I'm going to be a little biased, Ani. I'm going to be a little bit. Okay. I love my own book. <laughs> no, go for it. Yes. <laughs> let me tell you what's really funny. What's so funny is I literally one day, my book is called 70 Days of Happy, Life is Better When You Smile. And it is a journey that I take you on for 90 days of of understanding how to take the simplistic things in life and remember our happiness. And one of the things in there is to to, um, not get stuck on on what negatively have happened at that time, but to kind of, you know, pull yourself back a little bit. And I remember I was like, I don't know, I was probably mad because I couldn't find the remote. That happens uh, a a lot with me, (laughs) you know. My batteries never work. Yeah, or the batteries are out and I'm just like, ugh. (laughs) And so um, I started laughing because I literally thought about a passage in my book and I was like girl you need to get it together (laughs) (laughs) you need to go read your words okay because you're you're having a time right now (laughs) (laughs) and so so I I love it because it's such a simplistic book but they're they're small chapters that you read every day and they're things that I've really learned about myself one of my favorite chapters is forgiving people 
And in that chapter, I talk about how I had to forgive my, my father for not being there Mm -hmm. and how I had to learn to not live in the shadow of a man who was gone. And, you know, and forgiveness wasn't for him or about him. It was releasing me from being trapped inside of an open cage. And so I release a lot of my heart in this book through the small little getting to know ourselves. So I go back y'all and I read my own words. I do. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have a gift for the listeners. Absolutely. That. Yes. We talked about purpose. We talked about being able to know yourself outside of your titles and really be able to find out who you are and what it is, you know, that makes you the amazing, incredible person that you are. So I want to leave a gift with your audience, which is five powerful ways to discover your purpose. And it will put you on the track of just like, you know, my journey, I had to look and go, what are some of these things that I just like about me? And so I want to help you find some of those things that you just love about you and really reignite some of those passions. And you can get that freebie at your purpose guide.com. All right. And that will, that link will be in the show notes of today's episode. <laughs> so where can listeners find you, Shelly, if they want to get a hold of you? You know, I'm hanging out on Instagram. Okay. I'm hanging out <laughs> <laughs> and I hang out on, on Facebook. Um, I will be, I have a group on Facebook, but I will be starting a new group on Facebook. And so if you would like to make sure that you're a part of that, and it will specifically be for moms to come together to support one another, where I'll be, you know, doing interacting, doing daily, not daily, that's a lie, doing weekly (laughs) chats. Don't lie like that. Overzealous. (laughs) Folks will be like, where you at? waiting for you every day Wait, you know what I'm saying <laughs> waiting for you so you guys make sure you get on on my email list on my website which is www.shellymache.com and that's s-h-e-l-l-e-y-m-e-c-h-e-t-t-e which is also my instagram Shelly Mache, as well as my facebook Shelly Mache. I keep it simple all right and all of all of Shelly's links are going to be all in the notes of today's episode. Shelly, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.